0: Hello, everybody. This is uh, Alex Ponick, CEO of Precog Security and host of Texan Brews. I'm actually here with famous Tom Nora, who's my chief strategist and friend, CEO entrepreneur and man of many talents. And we're at the Grindhouse Cafe. I don't even know the full name, but we are at (laughs) St. Pete. uh, Campus Grind. Campus Grind. And uh, this is uh, University of South Florida, St. Pete campus. So we are here to start the podcast for Tex and Brews originated in South St. Pete. And we have some questions for Tom Nora. Um, we actually going to be asking these similar questions. Some random cool people in St. Pete, but nobody better to start it with than Tom Nora. So Tom,
1: without a further ado, why do you leave in St. Pete? Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, I came here just to visit, actually, my first trip. And I think on that visit, it exceeded my expectations so much in terms of beauty and nature and ease to get around and awesome beaches. So it seduced me, it tricked me. Because it has a lot of tall buildings and a lot of commerce and a lot of things happening here, too. Beautiful restaurants. But uh, I was really more focused on having a vacation, pretty much. And uh, once I moved here about three years ago, since then, it's actually (laughs) exceeded my expectations every month or week or year. There's so many amazing things about this place, and it's so Underexposed, so it's mainly for the outdoors, nature, the beach, the wildlife, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. And and Alex on it because yeah. I was hoping you were going to say that. Okay. Well,
0: I'm ready for the next question, Tom. And this is an interesting one. It has been on my mind for a long time. As you know, I lived in Denver, Colorado, and I moved here five years ago. I draw a lot of parallels between Denver and St. Pete, between Colorado and Florida. But, since you're the guest of this show today, I do want to know, since you live in California for such a long time, what are some of the biggest differences that you notice between Florida and California, maybe St. Pete and
1: O.C.? Well, I'm not an O.C. guy, although I I love Newport Beach, but... Well, wow, it's, it's uh, a lot of parallels, first of all. St. Pete reminds me of um, California maybe 20 years ago before it had so many people. Mm-hmm. In fact, that's one of the things I love about St. Pete is that it's so easy to get to and so easy to do things, and people are kind of more relaxed. You know, places like Malibu and Santa Monica used to be like that more so than now. There's more walls and parking lots and things like that, but... One of the major differences, I, I think, is the way people think. In California, there's this kind of audacity that people have that, well, I can do anything, and it's okay if I fail, and I'll try something that's never done, been done before. It's kind of the, the bedrock of the venture capital industry in Silicon Valley, and it permeates all through there. And something, you know, people say it's the weather, they don't know what it is, but something makes people feel that they can just try anything. And most of the people doing that are not from California, but from somewhere else. So you have that wonderful uh, melting pot of all these ideas and people. And in St. Pete, in Florida, it's a little more provincial. It's a little bit more of a place where people are more isolated and they're more conservative in terms of what they do. So aside from the way the places look or the beaches or something like that, in terms of the business climate, um, venture capital for example uh, the word venture means that you're trying something new and taking a big risk it's all different here so the second thing you do once you get here and you go to the beach a few times and you say wow you know now I want to interact with the business community and make some things happen so that's more difficult here and I think you and I are doing something about that and, and we will do it and I think Florida in general is got some pretty amazing places like i hear jacksonville and i know miami and some places are quite progressive and we're seeing more and more of that in just the last few years so i think the main difference is catching up like almost any other place other than california or new york uh it's interesting you say you compare colorado to um florida because i never Mm -hmm. heard somebody say that before but colorado went through but St. Pete's going through probably 20 years ago, right? They used to be much more provincial and think more conservatively and, you have bankers and accountants and people like that. And now they've really changed. It's one of the most progressive places, both Boulder and Colorado Springs, Denver, a bunch of different places. So I see this area doing that over the next few years. I think it's just ripe to happen. There's 17 new buildings, high rises, going up in downtown St. Pete right now. That's big, that's a big number. And uh, different kinds of people like you and me are slowly coming here more and more. There's a big young crowd in St. Pete now. It used to be mainly the uh, older people, they called it you know, God's waiting room, people waiting <laughs> to die. And one of the most interesting things of all things that I measure is the number of new microbreweries in a town. Mm-hmm. And it's just a silly thing. But first of all, I love beer. But also, it's just amazing to watch what's happening in this city right now. The probably, I'd say 50 is what they're just saying. It's 50 right. or 60. There's a new one every few weeks. And just the creativity and the, the entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and the craftsmanship and all those things that go into that. So that to me is a very promising thing that i'm seeing and they they kind of go hand in hand you go to austin and you look at startups and brews and they're kind of all connected Mm -hmm. so um i think this is the future really
0: yeah i can promise our audience that the next podcast is going to be at uh, one of those microbreweries and uh, i'll make sure that tom gets a beer that has more than seven 9% percent ABV. 9%. <laughs> <laughs> it's a promise.
1: <laughs>
0: Thank you, Tom. And the question number three for this episode, uh, I think the question number two, when you uh, drew a parallel between California and, uh, and Florida and uh, St. Pete and Bay Area, that was really good. And you mentioned provincial versus having audacity. I wanted to ask you about the ecosystem and how important it is to have supporting cast for IT folks, artists, designers, engineers, to go from that provincial conservative attitude to more daring and showing more audacity. How important is the ecosystem, Tom?
1: Yeah, I think it's a very good question because a lot of people um, underrate that part. What you need is for real entrepreneurs to essentially launch it and build it and make it happen. That's more important than government support or anything like that. A big mistake a lot of cities make, first of all, every city in the world wants to be the next Silicon Valley, and none will. The closest possibility is New York, but even them, they're nowhere near. You look at all the You know, 100 billion dollar companies that come out of Silicon Valley than you look anywhere else. It's nothing like it. They have such a built-in system of risk-taking and risk-money and success and confidence and audacity, all those things. But what you should do is try to do your own micro-ecosystem where you are. And Some places have learned that, like Austin's not trying to be Silicon Valley, Boulder's not trying to be Silicon Valley. Things are different down here in St. Pete, you need to do the same thing. The biggest problem a lot of these have, these uh, municipalities, is that the people running the city are trying to lead the process and control it. And they don't, they're not entrepreneurial, they have no risk, and they don't understand how it's done. But when entrepreneurs come into their town, they kind of build these walls and they don't let uh, people truly exercise their entrepreneurship. They uh, instead try to control it. And, they, and Mainly because if it takes off, they want credit for it and they want to be a part of it. So that's one of the big problems you have to go around. You almost have to get your own thing going, mm-hmm. get two or three companies to start banding together. But your question was more ecosystem. So for ecosystem, you need lawyers and accountants and... Uh, PR firms and social media people and coffee shops and brew pubs and all those things are what creates a real ecosystem and you can see it in Silicon Valley Silicon Valley has probably 20 little micro ecosystems some way ahead of the others San Francisco Palo Alto are probably the top ones but Mountain View used to be not so great but now it's one of the top Um, San Jose way over in pleasanton and dublin and some of those towns they've slowly built over the years one of the rules of thumbs is to build an ecosystem takes 10 to 15 years so this town is probably three to five years into that already even though we don't see it so we're kind of on our way artists you need a lot of artists I, in my book i talk about uh hippies artists and freaks you need hippies artists and freaks yeah and and if i can do
0: just the Quick sub-question. You did mention your book, Hacking the Core, and I think one of the most important lines in that book is try not to emulate and mimic Silicon Valley. And I think that's a lot of places, not just in the States, but all over the world, are trying to call something like, oh, here's our Silicon Valley or mini Silicon
1: Valley. that's that's pretty dangerous and that's pretty detrimental sometimes well it's fundamental the idea of entrepreneurship and innovation is not about copying someone else and so many of these towns you see they're very excited because they came up with about 30 or 40 percent of the things that they have in Silicon Valley they successfully mimicked an app that is hot in Silicon Valley and they wonder why people aren't using it or it's it's not the happening thing and it's, it's uh, confusing, I think, to people because, for example, you can go into a new town and create a chain of really hot coffee shops, and it works. So... You can just chop it off. Can you chop it off?